Good evening and welcome to another episode of Broken for yeah. Purpose, our podcast. And today we have on no, none other than Dr. Arnetta Cotton. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here today with me. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing very well and it is such a privilege and a pleasure to be on here with you today. The pleasure is absolutely all mine. Um, so first, what we're going to do is I'm going to uh, people as they come into the room, I want you to uh, like and share, share the share the show so we can have people coming in so we can talk and do all this good stuff. So, um, Arnett, how have you been? It's been so long since I've seen you. <laughs> I'm doing well. I really am. Um, busy, 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 but it's all in the kingdom. And I know, you know, I follow you. And so I see that you are doing big, great things. I am so, I, you know, I'm so proud of you. I, hey, you know, you're doing wonderful things. And Thank that's you. one of the things that we're, we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about um, everything that you're doing in the kingdom, everything you're doing with um, the food, everything, this journey that you have been on. Um, it, it, for anybody that uh, is out there, I have known Arnetta since way back when, since I was like, I think I was 12 when I met you. You know, my my studio Something manager like was uh -huh. yeah. My studio manager was like, "Oh, she looks to be your age. She's doing a lot of good things in her young age." And I said, "Yeah, she do look good, don't she? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking wonderful. You're looking wonderful." You know, um, so tell the people a little bit about yourself, you, and then we're you. gonna go from there. Okay. Well, I am Arnetta Cotton. Um, I'm married. Uh, to Eric, Pastor Eric Cotton, for 41 years. 41 years. And we have four adult children who are all married and who have given us 11 beautiful grandchildren. Uh, he pastors Unity Temple Family Church in Inola, and I serve alongside him uh, doing everything that I possibly can to be his help meet. And, the, and a wonderful one you are. Um, you... I know you started off back in the day. Um, you used to teach us to sing. I used to be in the choir with you and used to teach us to sing. So it's gone from uh, Sunday school teacher, uh, choir director, and now you're doing things and big things in your community. So how, how, how did, oh, let's not talk about the biggest one, Cotton Works LLC. Uh, you're a wonderful author. You, you, you do it all. So how yeah. did this journey, how did this journey start? You know, was this where you saw yourself all these years ago, or did you see yourself going in a whole different direction? Well, well, all these years ago, because I was raised in the city, there is no way I would have said that I'd be a country girl. There is no way that I would have imagined being where we are today. No way. Right. Uh -uh. I was scared of everything that was creeping and crawling. Right. <laughs> you know, but I will say uh, we, we were brought up in the church of God in Christ. And a good thing about the church is that it gives you an opportunity to serve in every arena that's possible. Okay. Right. And you better right. serve from your heart. 
<laughs> and giving it and as unto the Lord. And right. so wherever there is a need, that's where we filled in over the years, as you said. Teacher, right. sunshine band, um, you know, church secretary, cook in the kitchen, janitor for the house, you know, right. all of those things. Uh, when I married my husband in 80, again, I did not imagine that we would be out in the country. And all of that took a um, took a long time to get adjusted to. But you know what? <laughs> when I, I prayed and I asked God, if I am to be his help meet, I need right. you to help me in this assignment. And that's right. exactly right. what God did. Now I started writing in my, in my teens, um, as a result, you, your, your broadcast is broken for purpose as, as a result. Hold uh, on. Mm -hmm. Thing. Okay. And then, mm -hmm. are we there? Mm -hmm. We're here. Okay. Okay. So then, then um, uh, I begin to go to the national convocations, and I would come back and have to give a report. So I was okay. used to always being thrust in front of people, and because my dad was a pastor. And my husband's father was a pastor. We service just came naturally to us. You okay. know, I did not know um, when I started uh, Cotton Works, it started off writing term papers and, and letters uh, for individuals. You know, if they needed a recommendation right. or if they wanted to do retire and they wanted to give their boss the notice. Uh, if um, someone had a legal battle and they needed some papers that kind of stated their case. I began to do things like that until it evolved in 2004, 2004. Okay. Okay. Was when I established Cotton Works. Okay. So what does Cotton Works all entail? Um, what, can you hear me? Okay. Now she can't hear me. Okay. So what does Cotton Works all entail? So give me just a moment. We're having a little technical difficulty. So what are we doing? It's on her side. She just has bad internet. I can hear you. You can't hear me? I can. I can't hear you. Okay. Just keep I can't talking, hear though. you. Okay. Just keep talking because we can. We just can. keep talking. Okay. <laughs> so um, in serving in serving people, there's no way that we can, you know, there may be a goal or a place that we see ourselves in life, but exactly how it turns out and the journey to get there, there's just no way. <laughs> Two years ago, before this pandemic, if anyone uh -huh. had ever told us that we would be serving over a million people from our little country church, I'd have been like, no way. There is no way we're going to be doing that. If anyone had told me years ago that I would have the kind of clients that I have in order to write for, right. I never would have imagined that. But it is God's faithfulness to his word because right. he says that your gift will bring we'll you make... before it will bring you. You know, right. I, I couldn't imagine it. But what he right. had given me was designed to bring us there. Oh my God. Okay. And so she still can't hear me. You still can't hear me. Okay. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Huh? It's on her side because 
Your microphone is on. Okay. It's on your side. My microphone is on. Can you hear me? There. Can I can hear, hear you now. I can okay. hear you now. Okay. Yes. Okay. And you're right. Yes. Your gift will bring you before great men. So what all kind of under cotton works, what, what does it entail? What do you just write? Um, do you have writers? Do you help people get started? What What is the whole intel, intel of that? Well, with Cotton Works, it is based on John 9 and 4. I must work okay. the works of him who sent me while it okay. is day. For when night cometh, no man can work. So when it comes to writing, it is a labor of love. John 9 and 4 was my grandmother's favorite scripture. And that's how I came about with Cotton Works. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But anything that is literary from just advice, uh, giving constructive criticism, reviewing mm -hmm. a writing and saying what individuals need, giving them a start place. For instance, about two years ago, I got a call from a historian who mm -hmm. wanted to do a book on a, uh, the first black school in their state, um, and the school was no longer, but she wanted to catalog in some kind of way or document some kind of way that history, especially in light of today's turbulent times. I was right. able to give her constructive, a constructive path, a usable path to get where she's going. Every three or four months or so, she'll check in with me. Let me know what she's doing, how it's coming along. I will then give more, more steps to keep it moving right. forward. And I would say probably in the next three to six months, that project, the manuscript will be coming to me. Edit, okay. copy edit, graphic design, layout, the whole kit and caboodle. I do it okay. all. Anything okay. literary, I can help to bring it to fruition. Now that's good. Now let me ask you, because I know that you said um, that it started from, you know, writing, writing law papers, papers like that. Now, have you al always had a passion to write or is it something that came along later in life? Yes, my, my dad, uh, blessed soul, has gone on to be with the Lord. But uh, I would write so much that I would have bags full of my writing. I didn't know then as a teenager how to keep notebooks. And one right. day when he was cleaning out the garage, he threw this big yellow bag away. And when I came home, uh, I was looking for, for it because I needed something out of it. Right. And uh, when he told me he had thrown it away, <laughs> that was the biggest, uh, <sighs> I think the longest period of time that I went without speaking to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> clearly it was an accident. But yes, right. it has always been. Again, it came out of pain. There was right. a journey of pain that I was experiencing and I had no voice, but I could right. write. Right. And, and for those people that that that's what they do, because I know a lot of time I work in mental health. So I know a lot of time one of the things that they say for coping is to journal and is to write. Now, when they're doing that, say years later, they want to make something to help other people. So yes. do you think that journaling is a good idea and helpful? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the book that I'm working with a client on right now was mm -hmm. birthed right out of journaling. As a matter of fact, okay. she uses excerpts from her journal in the book. So it is okay. an absolute way because it captures all the emotion uh, or the confusion or whatever the state of mind and emotion right. is at the time, it captures it all. And, and okay. when, you, when you don't do that and you go back to try to remember, you, you can't remember it all. 
Right, right. So mm-hmm. I, I know one of the things that you told me um, after I had wrote my book was that I needed to go back and to dig deeper. Um, yeah. Because, and it's, it's funny how, funny, ironic how other writers or other people with uh, literary, literary experience, they know if you've really just dug mm-hmm. deep or just kind right. of hit the surface. And one of the right. things that I've always loved about you is your honest, um, I called mm-hmm. it a build up criticism because, mm-hmm. you know, people call it constructive, but you have a way of critiquing things to build up a person and to make them better. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my mm-hmm. one of my favorite stories about you that I tell a lot uh, is we were in church and I've always um, we were in Sunday school, I think, and you were teaching Sunday school that that morning because I think that. Uh, Shirley used to teach it, but she wasn't mm-hmm. there or something happened, but you were teaching it. And uh, we were in the Sunday school book and, you know, you go around and you ask the questions and I knew what question I was going to get in the beginning. And I knew the answer. I knew the answer. But as soon as my turn came, it was like I froze up. I mm-hmm. couldn't talk. I started crying. Mm-hmm. And you pulled me to the back and you told me not to let the enemy silence my voice because God had right. given me a lot to say. And that's before right. I even ever thought about that mm-hmm. anything that I had been through mm-hmm. would be a help mm-hmm. to anybody. But that's right. one of the things that has stuck with me over the years mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. has encouraged me. And you were one of the people that believed in me before I even knew what to believe about it myself mm-hmm. that I thank you. And you're so- welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's, a, it's amazing because although there's a doctor in front of my name, it's not an academic doctorate. Uh, the Lord told me years ago when I was in school um, mm-hmm. that he did not want me to receive second or third hand what he was going to give me firsthand. Much of that was experiential. Much, much of that had to do with ministry, just regular service and ministry. At- as you come in contact with different people that God has sent into right. time to be a right. solution to a problem. And then right. you encounter them and you never encounter anyone where there's not something that you receive and something that you give. That's the right. way that it's designed to work. We are to be suppliers one to another. And so when he told me that he actually proved it to me in life um, that he would give it to me firsthand. So mm-hmm. when I began writing and I began to uh, help people to ca- uh, find their voice, he right. gave me this. He says, I have anointed you. Because see, the enemy, here I am telling you that, but here the enemy is telling me, I'm not educated. I don't right. have a degree. What makes right. you an expert? Who has validated you? All of that. But the Lord right. told me, I have mm-hmm. anointed you to ex- expand thought and extend a voice. So I began to experience some horrible things in my life that that I could put definition to. I could I could connect the A to the B to the C to the D and tell you where that thing came from. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that 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 is like amazing. Now, I know one of the things and I'm going backwards a little bit, but I know one of the things um, is music was a big part of your life at one time. Mm -hmm. And you pass Mm -hmm. that on to your children because baby, your girls can sing. (laughs) But, you know, before I, before I get into that, one of the things, not only music, but one of the things that you, that I feel that you passed on to your girls and your son is your heart. 
your because when I tell you, you have some loving children, and it's like I remember at at a dark time in my life, it was very bleak for me, and I had came back to Tulsa, and um Amber. When I tell you, she took me in and folded me, checked on me and out of the blue, you know, and when I tell you, you have passed that on to your children. Mm -hmm. They are uh -huh. some of the most wonderful people that I have had the pleasure of meeting, watching grow, watching their gifts make room for them. It's, it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I wanted to let you know that. It's awesome. Thank you so very much. You know, um, there was a time kind of like Joseph in the story of Joseph that mm -hmm. I really, you know, could say this, look what I did, you know, you know, that, that right. I, I did, I uh, I but I got better sense than that. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. What mother really knows what parent really knows that right. if you do this, you're going to get that. But the right. mandate was, to train. Uh, uh, the young man before we started said that all of this kind of reminded him of his grandmama. You know, yes. well, I, I just have that. I have a training spirit. Now, I, and I come from the school. Well, it was it was hard. You yeah. know, you you don't ask questions. You do it because you right. are told. told and, to, right. and, and yes. And it helped me to understand some things when it says that you constrain them. You constrain them. I'm right. going to tell you a parent's greatest success is when God has been so present in their home, even with mm -hmm. all the stuff that goes on in a home and stuff goes right. on in everybody's home. Right. Uh, even with all the stuff, when you get when God is so present in your home that the children don't remember when they actually got saved because mm -hmm. Jesus was always there. Yes. They, they, when they messed up, they knew to go to him. Right. When, or they could come to us and we would all go to him together. When they would bring right. stuff to us, we would say like, okay, it's not what you bring. The question is, did you bring it all? Right, right, right. I love it. I love it. So I thank the Lord. We are so blessed. Pastor Eric and I are so blessed to have children who responded to the voice of God. And, you know, it, it, it's not only, it's not only that it's, I know a lot of times, uh, people, especially when they have big families, you know, mm -hmm. their family, that's, that's what it is. But mm -hmm. you all have, your heart is so big that you've opened it up to plenty of mm -hmm. other people. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's never, even, even when I can only use me for an example, even when I was out there doing whatever it is I was doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to come home, to come back to Inola um, and to be enfolded, no matter what, um, not, you know, oh, I don't even want to deal with you because you're dealing with this, but to, to have that unconditional love, that's one of the things that has mm -hmm. always carried me through is that mm -hmm. there was a mm -hmm. place at a time yes. in my life when I needed it, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. it didn't, it didn't matter what I did, mm -hmm. you know, where mm -hmm. I was in life, I was still loved, you know, mm -hmm. and, you, and know. you were one of the people that did that for me. Well, I, I thank you. I thank you. There, there comes a time when you've experienced enough pain by yourself right and then you're questioning where was everybody that one of the right. reasons that a lot of people are upset with the church because they thought it was it was supposed to contain everything they need but right. it is it's god who contains everything we need so when i i couldn't find anybody to talk to and i talked to god 
then he, the, there's a scripture in Corinthians says that you comfort somebody with the comfort that you've been comforted with. You know, right, it, right. The, the one who is forgiven of much, they love much. When you say that God brought you through, it's not to get you, it's not so that you can be haughty and, and um, arrogant and look what I did and take credit for what only right. God could do. Keep you from going, losing your mind, you right. know, uh, and, right. and, and keep you from hating the church and hating right. the people in the church. That's only right. God. And so when right. I could not find anyone, it was during those times that he said, look, I'm not dropping this stuff out of the sky. I have appointed people to be conduits of my love. And 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 so I said, Lord, help us to be that conduit. Well, he helped y'all immensely. <laughs> so let's talk about this music thing. Uh, okay. Because I... I I, I I remember uh, growing up, and you were you know I was telling I was telling my uh, manager over there I said we got to get this together because she she's a perfectionist it, it got to be this this and this but you know you you you've utilized that in every area of your life as long as I can remember um, from singing encouraging because I can't sing worth a dime but you never let that stop you so <laughs> how was it training your children? into into that love of music um the the love of it the love of it comes with the end product okay, okay? the love is developed when all the work when all the work put in yields a good result everybody right. when you go to put your hand to something you want it to turn out well it's when things just keep on messing up, keep that you just like forget that, you know, forget <laughs> right. that. But right. when you can come together and it actually do what it says it's going to do, then man, it's just like, wow, I, I just didn't right. know. So let me say again, we couldn't take credit. Both of my grandmothers, my on my mom's side, my dad's side, they sang. My okay. my dad sang. My mom and her sisters, three sisters, get that, Glenetta, three sisters sang. And then me and my two sisters sang. Then right. our three daughters sang. sang. And when our son came along, he was everything that was necessary <laughs> to bring it together. My husband right. started off on the drums. And again, that goes back to the church. We don't got nobody to play the drums. So he started off go. on the drums. Then he went to the guitar and... You know, again, no education, just doing what it is that God said. Uh, uh, they say practice makes perfect, but it is correct practice that makes you right. perfect. And then right. when you sing for the right reasons, when you understand the meaning behind the song, and you know, you know, that was a lot of the practices. Let me explain right. to you what this song is. Let me right. tell you why we are doing this. Let me right. uh, help you to understand because... When no, after you get grown and ain't nobody around and you going through like for real going through right. out of your spirit, one of them songs will rise and you'll be like, yes, thank you, <laughs> yes. Thank you yes. Jesus. And Been so, there. but when our girls uh, decide, when the Lord called them, we set them down um, and we set them down around the table and said, now this, this, re uh, this is going to require sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Some of it's going to sacrifice your friends, your mm -hmm. education, you know, familiarity, 
It's going right. to take money, money, money. It's going to take right. time, time, time. And you can't be, if you're not going to give it your all, we won't start. We won't start. Right. And that whole spirit of giving it their all for me started with my grandparents and then my mom. I, that's what I saw. So when I right. came down here, it wasn't a matter of trying to prove anything. Right. If, what? We're not in competition. We compliment right. one another. But right. it's about giving your all, even when you mess up. We were just blessed that, that they could send Carlton <laughs> said one time, Carlton Pearson. He said one time, y'all, these girls can sing. I mean, they can <laughs> sing. And he said, he said, and look, now one of them hit the ugly tree, a branch off the ugly tree. <laughs> so, you know, we yes. were blessed. We were yes. blessed. You know, I'm, and I'm going to say this. We were blessed that God chose us to right. be the environment through which these, these, these beautiful children were raised. They're now our son and our daughters. You know, we have right. sons now and daughters right. now right. Um, because of marriage, you know. But right. God chose us to, to be the, the area that they were nurtured in. And that's wonderful that he would trust you so much because he could have chose anybody. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. Okay. I I love it. I love it. You all you all are. Go ahead. So let me say that that when they went out, it was three years straight, three years straight from one place to another. Uh, they were blessed to go to some wonderful heights. And yes. and then um, during, along the way, they fell in love and they their husbands found them. And I thank the Lord, you know, and then their assignments changed. And, right. and every one of them in some form or, or another minister, I mean, not just sing, not just right. play, but they minister the music that would right. usher God's people into His presence. So it's great. It's great. Yeah. And they have, and I've, I've met, I've met their spouses, and they all yeah. have wonderful spouses that compliment them. Yes, like, yes, it's it's, it's it's crazy. You know, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. Yes. I, yeah, I love and, it. and that's not it. you know. And I want to keep emphasizing this. We would like to take the credit. But no, we should just really be give God the glory and be thankful that it turned out that way because it didn't have to. Right. That You're right. That is true. So let's talk about this uh, 36 years of agricultural experience. What are you? Because I, I know, like you said, you want, you, you're out in the country on the farm. Right. Like. But, and, and I know a lot of times you was uh, growing greens. You know, you inspired me. To put a little garden in my backyard. Yeah, uh -huh. I killed it, but I tried. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I understand. I was like, well, I can't grow nothing apparently because a, a young lady at my job also gave me a plant, and hopefully she's not watching this because I killed that too. Uh, you know. Mm -hmm. so sometimes, you. <laughs> sometimes it's just one thing when it comes to gardening outside. Now, mm -hmm. let me tell you, I didn't know nothing about the soil. I didn't know nothing about gardening. I, my grandmothers didn't do that, at least in my lifetime, they didn't. So I didn't right. know about that. I got this straight from my mother-in-law <laughs> and my husband. One day, I my first time picking greens, uh, my mother-in-law asked me the next day, so what did you do yesterday? I said, well, she called me in the evening. What did you do today? And I said, I, I picked greens all day. And she said, <laughs> uh, 
all day. <laughs> she said, how much did you get? I said, a basket full. She said, girl, you ain't doing it right. You ain't girl. doing it right. <laughs> so she came down because you can get a basket full in 30 minutes, okay? And uh, she came down here and showed me how to do it. Uh, I've, I have, along the way, messed up a lot of things. But because I married a woman who had a man whose mom had 10 children, you know, right. they actually run the chicken's neck. They actually, right. you know, did all of right. that stuff. I learned how to can. I learned how to freeze. I learned how to take care of it. To bring it from doing something as a hobby just for our family. Because growing mm-hmm. up, um, you know, I, I was growing up as we were on this farm. Um, right. Eric had, um, we had hogs. We mm-hmm. were hogs and pigs. Well, you know, when the mother's litters were so big, we'd bring those babies in the house and bottle feed them. We did oh. uh, cows, cows calves of course and we still have that horses uh we had uh, uh peacocks we had uh guineas we had two two, two greyhounds uh <laughs> i mean we was old mcdonald they had to gather the eggs out of the chicken house the girl every last one of them had to learn how to fix fence haul hay drive the hay truck I had to learn how to drive those big two and a half ton trucks to carry cattle to the market. I'm I'm four foot eleven, okay. I mean, even now sitting here, I'm I got a pillow behind me and I'm sitting on two pillows just so I won't look like this. It's just you know, and so right. I'm standing up in the vehicle shifting. I, I oh didn't know how goodness. to drive a stick shift. None of that. This man taught me, but I, again. The the help meet is supposed to be fit for her husband. So yes. God had to put it in me because the first three years we were out here, I hated it. I mean, <laughs> I hated it. But I learned to shut corn by the bushel fulls, you know, wow. learn to freeze it, learn to can it, learn. I learned how. And let right. me tell you, my husband. Would say when we got married, he liked this person's cabbage, this person's cinnamon rolls, this person's rolls, this person's peach cobbler. And when he, when I would fix something and he would say, you know, well, mama made it this way. Our sister Booker made it that way. I would be like, well, you didn't marry sister Booker. (laughs) (laughs) But after a while, I got smart. He wasn't being disrespectful to me. Right. He was just letting me know that there was something that they had that he really liked. So right. one day, you know, I woke up and I smelled the coffee and I went down to Sister Booker's house. Show me how there you to. Go. I went there to his mama's go. house and his mama didn't measure nothing. Everything was in that big, beautiful <laughs> hand of hers. So I had to say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me write it down. Let me write it down. And you know what? I learned to cook. I became a country cook. And for about two and a half years, I had a catering company called Sisters. And we catered soul food for the other, for our other brothers and sisters. Look at you, look at you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's amazing because I do understand because my time in Inola, you know, I I came, it it taught Mama Georgia. She, She, you know, she had me out there plucking the chicken. Right. I oh, cried oh. the whole time I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and she had me out there uh washing the clothes, hanging them out to dry, right. going in that garden, right. going to right. So I understand that because the things that I did learn, even though I wasn't old enough to use it at that time, 
right. it stayed in my mind and I yeah. go back on those things now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I can cook because yeah. of her and you right. know, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. learning. Yeah. yeah, it is learning and it's, um, um, it's not automatic. And, right. and so look, so while today you might not ever wring a chicken's neck again, what right. it did was put something in you that made you not scary of right. the hard things. It gave you a right. little more courage, you know, to deal with hard exactly. things in life. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. um, I wasn't trying to do all that back then. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, I, I, you're the program facilitator. Of, what is the Kingdom Community Development Services? Okay, so as I stated before, um, uh, my husband pastors Unity Temple Family Church, mm -hmm. um, and that that's our church. And as we begin to, okay, so this year, I think the church is 104 years by all the documents that we have. And right. when he, he, about maybe five or six years ago, it was like, this church been out here that long? And how are we really changing our community? They right. know we are here, but, you know, shame on us if we're here and all we're known as is the church at the end of town, you know? Right. Right. Uh, and so when we begin to get involved with the community and with various government programs, we were consistently asked, so are you going to be proselytizing somebody? Are you going to be trying to get people to go to your church? Da, 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 da. Right. And that is the reason that's how Kingdom Community Development Services came about. It's still us, same people, but it is the community branch, community outreach branch of our church. And okay. what happens, and so it keeps the two separate, and then we don't mm -hmm. run into barriers that will prevent us from reaching everybody. And okay. uh, underneath Kingdom Community Development Services is the Rural Impact Food Pantry. <laughs> Under that is our Agriculture in Action Program, our Farm Training Program, our Community Nutritional Network, which is CNN. All mm -hmm. of that falls under that. Yeah. What, the what header is, is Kingdom Community. What is farm training? Okay, so um, remember I said that we didn't, I didn't know how to do any of this. Right. I didn't know how to do any of this. Farm training takes you from the basics. Uh, a lot of people, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of people who are incarcerated, who have had addictions in life, who find it difficult to keep a regular job. A lot mm -hmm. of them suffer from low self-esteem, identity mm -hmm. problems people look at them with uh, you know a taboo type of spirit when you can right. learn to work with your hands when you can produce something yourself it gives a confidence that nobody can take away like i don't need your approval to dig up my dirt to put in right. some seeds to take care of it to weed it then to get it out of the ground and oh yeah, I grew some tomatoes, but I can make some spaghetti sauce out of my tomatoes. And I can right. make some salsa out of my tomatoes. I know how to do some pickling with my peppers. I know how to do some pickling with, you know, and so farm training is just taking the basics, whichever arena an individual would choose to uh, pursue, we're trying to be a, the, a means through which they can get it done. So gotcha. we are we we have a um, a partnership agreement with Langston University, okay. OSU. We don't have one with TU, but TU comes out anyway because there are not many people who are growing gardens 
the size that ours is. And right. so we have participants, 15 to 25 people who come out once a month and they learn. We have instructors that do the classroom side of it. Then we've got this big, beautiful garden for people to come out and actually be able to tell if this is healthy, this is not healthy. Right. How I can eat it, how I can add value to it. So when, you're, when, you, when you go through that training, which takes discipline, it gives you an opportunity to be your own boss, your own entrepreneur. You learn right. how to grow things throughout the year. Take it to the farmer's market. You know, get on the corner. Right. Right. Sell you some watermelons, you know. That, it, and it, it, that's what it's about. It reminds me of that saying that you give a man a fish, he'll eat for the day, but you teach him how to fish and he'll be able exactly. to eat for a lifetime. Exactly. I like that. I like exactly. that. So exactly. uh now I know I know a couple of years ago, I think it was a couple of years ago, were you doing um research into your family history? Or yes. your your link. How how did they? What brought that on? What were you doing? If you don't mind me asking, not at all. Not doing? at all. There are a number of African Americans who are not solely African Americans. Mm -hmm. We are looked at because of the hue of our skin, and we are put in this category that's not necessarily correct. You know, right. there are are. Um, uh, Hispanic people who are as dark as you are, who are as who have the same skin color that I do. They're Indians that are mm -hmm. that same way. And many African-Americans in their journeys where somehow in their lineage, uh, there was a mixture. It, it wasn't just staying, you know, black on black. Right. All right. right. Uh, they were mixed with Indians. They were mixed with uh, uh, his Hispanic, with Mexicans. Uh, they were mixed with other nationalities and we need to know you know many of us can go back maybe to our great great grandmother but to go mm -hmm. back to our great 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 grandmother mm -hmm. and then know who she was married to and who the kids were you know uh kissing right. cousins didn't come about <laughs> for no reason they were like girl right. you better be careful you married you right you're right you mean i ended up and, with a yeah, uh, uncle yeah. right 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 and, and so um what we have found out is that whether we want to accept it or not still in in when people look at people on the bottom of the totem pole are african americans but when you mm -hmm. are identified as an indian first Mm -hmm. who is mixed with African-American, it changes the whole ball of wax. There are gotcha. benefits that are out there and programs from which you can draw. And depending on your um, your nationality, it just there's a plethora of opportunities right. when you're just right. not, because a lot of people just think I'm just stuck. I've, right. I've got to do it the way that I was taught and there's no way. But again, when you know who you are, and where you came from and what your purpose is and where you're going, it gives you the incentive to take control of that journey. Right. I like that. You know, um, I, I, I was in foster care in Oklahoma mm -hmm. and I never really uh, knew anything about my, my family mm -hmm. until, uh, until I went, we went to a district meeting, I think uh, in Claremore, at one time, uh, the, the church, Unity Temple. And I, I tagged along 
And um, this woman kept looking at me. She just kept staring at me in this church. And I was like, why is she looking at me? I don't know mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she asked me after church who my people were, you know, and I was like, I don't know. Because she said mm -hmm. I looked like somebody. And um, and right. I told her who my grandfather was that I knew. And I found out that he actually had a church in Claremont. Wow. He was a pastor. Wow. Right. Wow. And so in doing um, some research, probably in the last month or so, I have found out that the whole side of my mother's family migrated from Tennessee to Wagner, Coweta, Tulsa, and Claremore. Wow. And wow. I was like, I was right there all these years. Right. With your own family. Right. And, and didn't yeah. know, you know. Right. Um, and right. I was like, well, good Lord, everybody came to Wagner from uh, Tennessee, it seemed like, you know, <laughs> I, was like, I mean, you, I, I, but, yeah. and I, but you had, when you, when I saw you doing that, because like I say, I stalk your page and stuff a lot. Um, I was like, huh, I wonder, I need to go back and look. And, you know, at one time I actually even took that uh, DNA ancestry uh, test and, you know, people was like, you got your DNA out there. I said, baby, if they don't have my DNA by now. Hey, if they can do something, but you know, it, it, it's, it's really an amazing journey uh, when you see all the ethnicities that they can pull up out mm -hmm. of your DNA, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. I, I, I thought that was very interesting. It is. A lot of people, a little known fact is that I, um, Oklahoma was originally before statehood, Oklahoma was called the Lincoln state because so for your information, um, uh, it was designed by the powers that be that those that African-Americans and Hispanics that were coming over would all be kind of like herded, if you will, to this oh. area. OK. Oh. And so Oklahoma was a yeah. big reservation. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and how different is it today? My goodness. Yeah. yeah. That is that is mm -hmm. so cool. Now, you partner with the Cherokee Nation on yes. uh, what 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 do you partner with them doing? We are a cultural outreach center, a community cultural outreach center, because my husband is Cherokee. My husband, his siblings, his family, uh, they're actually Cherokee and Creek. And okay. um, excuse me. Um, and so that means all of our children are. And so we were doing this this work in our community that could not be denied or ignored. Mm -hmm. And as such, we reached out to them and say, how can you help us? And mm -hmm. uh, we met with them and um, they were so happy to um, include us, include us, if you will, and support us in what it is that we were doing in, by making us a community, a Cherokee community outreach base. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, we've gotten um, a lot of support from okay. the nation. And, and I mean, in a lot of ways, in a okay. lot of ways that helped us, has helped us to transform the area that we serve out of into a viable actual community center. Now, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, about, I'm not really sure it, when was it, but you went and spoke in front of, um, I was reading it because I think I saw it in the, in a, like a local newspaper clip out. Did you, okay. did you run for an office or you went and spoke? Yeah, I did. I ran for office. Let, let me say, 
say this. I didn't I didn't win, but I did run for office, not in the Cherokee Nation, but uh, for the USDA. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things is that that a lot of people want to stand outside of where decision making is and right. then talk about those who make decisions. Right. That's not the way to do it. You get personally involved. Even when I did not um, did not prevail in the election, like just like you said, it was known that, hey, right. I'm here. I, I am right. here. I am interested. And not only that, when it was over, I didn't stop. I continued right. to stay involved, which led to a couple of appointments for me um, by Sonny Purdue in the USDA. Now, what, you know, when people hear about the USDA, when I think of it, when I hear that word and I think about it, um, I think milk, eggs, you know, USDA stamped approved. Mm -hmm. But I'm mm -hmm. sure they do more than that. What, what do they do? What do they do? USDA, of course, is the United States Department of Agriculture. So you're mm -hmm. talking forestry, you're talking land conservation, you're talking about erosion, you're talking mm -hmm. about food products, you are talking about uh, inspection, you're talking about uh, rural housing, you're talking about broadband in rural areas. Um, the USDA does all of that they uh there are um there's an office of partnership and public engagement uh usda is known as the people's department that's the okay. branch of the government that is directly serving people directly okay. serving people anything that has to do with your livelihood where you live what you eat okay not necessarily what you drive but right you know but right. the main things that keep you, the USDA, it, there is a program under it that does it. So they have several branches. The Farm Service Agency, that's directly mm -hmm. for the farmer or the rancher. Uh, the uh, uh, NRCS, which is the Natural Resource Conservation Service. Uh, and that's mm -hmm. about just keeping your land as healthy as you can be, getting the best right. bang for your buck from your land. Right. Uh, there's rural development. And like I said, it has to do with community outreaches and actual setting up communities. Um, uh, there's the statistics there, the, the statistics department falls under the USDA. Yeah. There, there's okay. so much that the USDA does because it involves people. And with, with everything that you have going on with everything that you're working on, where do you see this going for you? Where do you want to see this go? Where do you want to take it? In, in all honesty, there's a there's a full comprehensive program. What I learned from Cherokees is that you go seven generations, go above you seven generations, okay. not just your children or your children's children. You look out ahead when you are no longer here and maybe even your name is not remembered, but you mm -hmm. establish something that is 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 that can be not only replicated, not only duplicated, but perpetuated um, mm -hmm. through generations that will help to improve their quality of life. Uh, it is our intent, of course, to um, we minister and minister simply means to serve, to right. minister to the whole man, uh, naturally, spiritually um, and emotionally. Those are the three parts that we are made of, mind, body, soul. And right. so our programs are designed to be comprehensive enough that the whole man is served for generations to come. That people are not dependent on someone else for their food, okay? Mm -hmm. That they are 
not dependent on someone else for spiritual guidance. It, like if your pastor fell off the fell off the deep end, you, right? You know, if my pastor fell off the deep end, that you have such a knowledge of what it means to be a citizen in the kingdom of God that you can right. go on. And so get, I wanted to get beyond just discovering it to it actually becoming a lifestyle. It's like, you know, they say back to the future, right? Going back to the land, going back to our God, going back to community so that we can be the family that God designs. That's why our church, it used to be just Unity Temple uh, Church of God in Christ. It's now Unity Temple Family Church. And it's right. Unity Temple Family Church so that we could bring the family of God together. And so let me tell you, we, we still, we have fourth Friday distributions now uh, that the Farmers to Family Pro Food Program is over. And most of the people that come through are, I'm 61. So most of the people that come through are 65 to 90. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and they're, they're little old ladies, little old men, spry, uh, alert, right. um, but needing help, you know, right. and, but when they come through, we are hugging, embracing, we're joking, we're praying, we're crying. Um, we're exchanging. Right. Uh, the love of God. And this is what I want so that our community. So when we are gone, you said the overall effect that a hundred years from now, should the Lord delay his coming, that we won't just be the church at the end of town, that right. we will be an integral part of bringing our town together as a family. That that is a wonderful goal. I, I love it. I, now, if somebody wanted to help or wanted to join join the process of what you're doing, is that are they able? Is it just you know, Oklahoma that community? Because in reality, uh, we're all inter interlaced all over the world. You all know, we're, it, it, what what affects one will ultimately affect everybody. And so, right. with that being said. Um, is this something that may go national, global? And if people wanted to help you, contribute, uh, whatever it is, any way okay, they so, can do to help. Yeah, let me say this, is that during the pandemic, during the Farmers to Family program, we didn't just serve Oklahoma. We served five other states. It was Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas, and Texas. Okay. They were coming from there. We served 82 organizations. We got four semi, four semi truckloads of um, food a week. Four semi trucks wow. a week. Okay, so we yes. we opened this up. Now USDA is not just Oklahoma. USDA right. is all over. There are right. community activities all over. Um, but for us, this started from our desire to serve the kingdom. Yes, it can right. be. Yes, it can be. Uh, uh, utilized in any state, any county, any country. Uh, we've been asked by another tribe to start training their people that uh, on question. how to do what it is that we do. And, and it's a blessing. It truly is a blessing. But we have, we have um, um, Kingdom Community Development Services, I first stated, is through Unity Temple Family Church. We do have a PayPal. We do have a uh, cash app. 
uh, Kingdom Community does not have its own PayPal, but it does have its own account, its own, right. you know, reservoir, because that's where our grants go through. Uh, right. But anybody that want, wants to help or contribute can do so by uh, Unity Temple, you know, the dollar sign Unity Temple, right. Inola. Or they could actually come down and and participate in any of the programs and none of this is a secret we're happy to right. share the information and show individuals how that's one of our goals too as a hub let me show you how to do this if i can right. show you how that takes the weight off of us in this area right. it didn't tell me if it really made sense that people were coming all the way from texas right as big and as texas is Right. And that that was my other question. If if somebody or say hey, I wanted to help out and I wanted to uh, have something here partnering with you, is that yes. possible? Because yes. it's, what you're doing is amazing. It, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We're going to have to talk about that. We will do that. We will do that. <laughs> yes. So um, when, when you're doing this, because Okay, did we freeze? Oh, there you go. There we are. <laughs> you're you're a wife, you're a grandmother, you're a, you know, a businesswoman. How do you make time for yourself? How do you deconstruct? How do you de-stress yourself? Okay. I am in love with who God created me to be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I really, I don't run around with a lot of people. You'll see me with right. my kids every now right. and again. Um, you'll see me with my husband, but I am one to take myself out. I am. Uh, I took myself to the movies last week. Uh, last week we had <laughs> seven days in a week and we have okay. four people to pass away. Four people. Right. Yeah. And it was a, so it was a um, heavy, it was heavy right. in the midst of all the work. So I will stop. I do, you know, I, I, I get infusions when necessary. I get massages when necessary. I will uh, uh, take myself out to eat. I will, I don't, I don't, my goal is not perfectionism. Right. And in any way, although I perform or my lifestyle is at a high level, I just, you know, that's my service to God. We'll drink offerings poured out, but I right. definitely take the time for him to pour into me. Sometimes as, as leaders, it's difficult to turn your phone off because you never know who's going to call. Right. But when right. I do turn my phone off, his phone is on. Um, I right. have the greatest husband. Um, and, and if I say I need to get away, if I say I need, Hey, I need to go check in somewhere just so that I can get away. I can do just that. I'm not one of those women who's hung up, <laughs> Glenetta. I'm not hung up with him buying the gifts, okay? I'm not waiting on him to, ooh, wow me and right. you know, make me. I know he loves me. He don't have anything right. to prove. He loves right. me. So in yes, uh, given our lifestyle, I'm like, okay, honey, I would like to do so and such and such. And he, when he tells me, yes, that's my gift. Okay. Right. When he says, go ahead, that's my gift. I don't have to worry about what I spend because I'm a conservative individual. I don't right. have to go get permission and those kinds of things. I, I learned to do it. And so because I kind of grew up really, really early, when, when things happen to you as a child, you grow up fast. So right. I love animated movies. Okay. Loved, I'm, 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 I love <laughs> Disney and I love those movies. I just went and saw... Um, 
Well, it wasn't animated all the way, but I just went and saw Free Guy. Free Guy. Oh, what? Okay, okay. Well, yes, did yes. you like it? I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. it. I mean, the humor was, you know, okay, but it was so lighthearted. And, right. and George Rogers taught me years ago, there's a message in everything. So it's yes, difficult for me not to look at things <laughs> and get a message. You know, I'll be like, right. God, I'm trying to chill, okay? Right, right. Right, right. And I, I watch cooking shows and I watch home improvement shows. I'm, okay. I'm I love it. That's how I de okay. decompress. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what, because I'm telling you, I was telling Taz, she's 61. She said it out loud, so I can say that. He thinks you look mar. I want to look like Thank you, you when I'm 51. <laughs> honey, 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 you look good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. You know, so as we come to a close, to sum it all up, what would you tell people? Uh, at, as God has shown you and he shows everyone, what, what would you tell people that want to learn, do something different, go back to their roots and to their history? You know, just give them your outlook on that. I feel that if there is a stimulus there to do it, that you ought to follow it. Uh, get out of the group, that, that group herd mentality. Mm -hmm and allow God to bring out of you what he put in you. Mm -hmm. uh, that takes courage. It takes, um, you know, uh, a, not a whiny individual. You can't be whiny, right. clingy. Um, right. You can't be blaming people and you can't be expecting stuff. You got to be okay with you and right. God. And when you, when you begin to do it, it's amazing because you don't see, that's why we live by faith. You don't see the whole picture. You just like, I need to do that. Like you did about your relative. I need right. to do that. When you do that, it leads to somewhere else. There's no way that we could have seen where we are now. And listen, when you give it up and you start following what he that hath an ear, let him hear. And you mm -hmm. start following that path of God. The Bible says, and it is not without tribulation. It's right. with tribulation. Yes. So you yes. gotta get the you gotta get the backbone and tenacity that's necessary to take a lick and keep on ticking. And I know right. it sounds corny and all, but it's the truth. People, when you start doing you, you mm -hmm. and that's not the selfish you, the right. all consuming selfish you. It is who God created you to be. When you start being who God created you to be, see, because all of us were created to have dominion. Right. When you start not being dependent, then, then people be like, well, who you think you are? And, and, <laughs> right. You know, who, who right. God made you God? And, you, can, yes. you know, and you, yeah, yes. you, you think this and you think that. It will come up automatically, but you got to know what you know. You right. got to know what you know. Everyone who uh, would dare to trust God with their destiny will find out that it is absolutely a glorious end that he has in store for us. You know, I knew the moment I met you that you was a smart woman all those years ago, and you have not failed in my thinking of that yet. And, you know, I, I just want to publicly appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on and, and talk and let people know what you're doing and where God is taking you. You are now and have always been amazing in my eyes. Thank you. Thank I you. Love thank you. you. 
So thank you. Uh, and and may may I say before we oh, before yeah. we end, oh, I, I want to say that this what you're doing is just tremendous. I'm not able to thank watch you. every Saturday, but we do get on and and uh look at it every now and again and you're thank doing a marvelous you. marvelous work you are so thank articulate you. and you present so well and I, I wherever this leads god be with you god be thank with you, you. Uh, i want to say i gotta put this plug in oh my now your your remembrance of unity temple was being in church all day right <laughs> yes <laughs> All day. <laughs> All day, y'all. We, we do church start at 9.30. And we get out around 2.30, 2, 2 yes. 2.30. I mean, yeah. And then come back at 6.30 for YBWW. PWW, yes. Well, we, our service starts at 10, at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Uh, we don't have Sunday school uh, because okay. we have Sunday review on Tuesday nights, but okay. we start at nine o'clock on Sunday morning and between 10 30 and 11, we are done. And, okay. and, uh, oh my goodness, it's just, and God meets us. It's absolutely wonderful. We have an eclectic con con congregation that is full of love for the people who come in. Oh, now, wait a minute. Yeah. Do, Thanks, still have your, do you still have the, uh, go to the water during the, during the summertime? You know, oh no! Well, you know, uh, no. COVID stopped all of that. Oh well, you know, yeah, let well, me, so then, let yeah. me say this. I forget about. We COVID. don't. We don't even. We don't even receive offerings. Okay. We don't. Uh, we set a bucket out, you know, and whatever the Lord lays on people's heart to give is what they give. Right. And uh, we have while we still have communion on Sunday mornings, we have communion out all the time now. So if mm -hmm. something is you're agreeing with it, resonating with it in your spirit, you're going to go agree with it. Plead the blood, you know, take right. on his promises at any given time. It's different. But, man, it is it is good. It is really it's Aww. really, really good. The focus is God. The focus right. is the kingdom right. of God. And, and we bless God for what he is doing. I, I appreciate my husband's vision. I appreciate mm -hmm. him having an ear to hear and his tenacity and courage to be, to follow God, right. to follow God, to be what God right. called him to be. And I'm going to be right there with him. Oh. <laughs> Tell him your address. If you was in <laughs> Oklahoma, Tulsa, okay. I know, look, anywhere close. Tell them where it they is. It is 37260 South 4210 Road, Inola. If you get to Inola and get lost, you could ask just about anybody, where's the church? And, and if you can't remember the name of the church, you could say, where's the food pantry at the end of town? They know. They know. And, and they will point you in the right they direction. They will definitely do that. I love you, Glenetta. I love you too. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. And you have a great one. You do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh. oh, she broke up before I could. Oh, I'm still live. How I get unlive? <laughs> I love her.